So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. My name is Javier Carlin and I am your host. And today we are talking about how to improve your decision-making abilities. So as many of you know, every single day you're making decisions. And many of those decisions, okay, are based off of previous experiences and how you've perceived them. So when it comes to making decisions and making decisions that are going to take you on the path that you want to be on, where the outcome is everything you've ever desired, right? Your goals, your ambitions, whether it's financial freedom, time freedom, clinical freedom, whatever it is that you want in your life, you're going to get, or you're not going to get based on the decisions that you make when? That's right, today. So if that is true, and if if that is the case, which as you know, it is, we have to understand how to make better decisions because I don't know about you, but me growing up, I did a lot of, maybe not the smartest things. Okay. (laughs) A lot of things I wish I would have done differently. And there are definitely no regrets because I, I feel like we can learn from every single experience in our life. And that's what ultimately gets us to the point that we're on today right? And that's led you to be on this podcast today, listening to how to make better decisions. So if you're here right now, you've made a decision to listen to this podcast episode, and I believe that it's going to serve you big time. So moving forward, as you start to think about how do I make the best decision for me, there's a couple things that you want to have in mind. Okay. Number one is we want to make decisions based off the long-term vision, okay? Many people make decisions based on how they feel in the moment. They make decisions based off short-term gratification. To be quite honest, I won't say anything, but most things in life where you get instant gratification are typically not that great for us. For example, right, as healthcare professionals, we know that there are no quick fixes and that the quick fixes are either not good for you or they end up delaying your progress in the long term and can actually make things worse. Some examples, right? If you're a dietitian in the nutrition world, right? There are <laughs> how many supplements, how many different types of diets, how many types of different even treatments and surgeries that are out there that are meant to be quick fixes that have long-term detrimental effects. Other areas of healthcare, physical therapy for example, right? How many quick fixes are out there that are you know, these devices, these pieces of equipment that actually don't do anything to keep you healthy, 
and safe and injury-free for the long haul, several. So it's the same thing when it comes to business and how we make decisions in life in general. Okay. So there's this concept and I want you to write this down. If you're driving, don't write this down. Come back to this episode later and write it down. There's this concept of first order and second order consequences. Now, as you were having to make decisions daily in your business and even in your life, most people, they make decisions based off the first order consequences. Okay. Now, what is a first order consequence? A first order consequence is, and I'll give you a clear example. Okay. Uh, Just a few days ago, Marissa and myself made a decision to invest in another business coach. Okay. And this was a big decision. And the reason it was a big decision is because we actually, uh, for some silly reason, we told ourselves that, hey, we've had enough coaching. We know exactly what we need to do. So let's just do it this year. Let's see if we can do it on our own. And immediately, as I said that, I'm like, that's stupid, right? Never do or try to do anything on your own because it just ends up taking a lot longer. You end up wasting a lot more time and actually a lot more money because you could have made a lot more with a coach, right? So as I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll take that back. And we said that about two weeks ago. And then a week after we talked about that and said that, I'm like, hey, listen, you know, I've been thinking (laughs) there's this person that I feel like at this point in our business, at this point in our life could really help us take our business to the next level. And I feel like this would be great to look into. So naturally we're like, okay, well, let's think about this. Why would this actually make sense right now? Right. What is he going to help us with that we actually need? So we had that discussion and in our business right now, we, over the past uh, year, less than, less than a year, right. We've really focused on developing one branch of the business. Okay. And for many of you listening right now, you know that there, uh, we've talked about this in the past and there are really four main branches of a business and two of them include marketing and sales. Okay. So we really wanted to dial in our sales process over the past year, which we did. And what's beautiful about that is that as we develop our sales process, we were helping our clients develop their sales process and making sure that from the moment, the first moment that anyone hears about them and interacts with them and engages with them, right? To the moment that they're on the phone with them and that that person's becoming a client, it's streamlined, as streamlined as possible. Okay. So as we've developed that skill, developed that, that branch of the business, and now because we've systemized that part of the business, we're able to bring people onto our team and teach them that system and have them run it for us, which is currently what we're doing. Then there was another gap, another bottleneck, okay? Another area where we we felt we needed some assistance with. What that meant for us was we need more exposure. We need even more people to know who we are, to know that we can help them. So we need to help with branding and marketing. And again, we know how to market. We know how to get in front of people. We know what we have to do, but with anything, there's always areas that you can improve on. There's always blind spots that other people outside of your own business can see that you can't. Okay. So with that in mind, we started to break down some numbers and we figured out, okay, well, if this is our goal for the year, then this is what has to happen every month, every week, every day in order to hit that goal. And after we thought that through, we were like, okay, well, you know, 
what are the numbers in terms of what's happening in our business with the people that we're enrolling in our programs and the people that we would need to have conversations with and who would, who we would need to interact with and get to know in order to hit our financial goals and obviously achieve the mission that we're on of helping more dietitians and nutritionists start and grow their online business. Okay. So as we were thinking about that, we were like, okay, well, does this make sense? Do we need help with lead generation? What other avenues are we not hitting that we could possibly do? As we're kind of thinking through this process, right? This is where the first order and second order consequence came up because we already knew the investment was going to be big. Okay. The investment in this year long coaching program that we just joined was $50,000. So the first thing my head goes to, right? And Marissa's is, okay, well, that's quite a bit of money. You know, we have our wedding coming up. We have our honeymoon, of course. We have other trips that we have planned out. We were planning on actually investing in real estate properties this year. And we may be delaying that. And the reason is that nothing is going to give you a greater ROI, return on your investment, than a business ever will. Uh, let me rephrase that. A well-structured, okay, well-structured, successful business ever will. So with that in mind, we were like, okay, yes, $50,000 is a lot. It's the most we've ever spent in a coaching program, right? We spent like 30K, you know, 18, 15, all the numbers below that. And we felt a little bit of fear and uncertainty. It's like, well, is this really the right time? Like, we feel like we know what we have to do to get to that next level, but can we use some money to save us time and actually collapse time to get to our goals faster? And the answer was yes. So the first order consequence, right, is we're going to lose or we're going to be giving away, or we're going to be better phrase. And you want to start using this phrase instead, especially when you are presenting this to your ideal clients is investment. Okay. Because an investment is something you're going to get something out of. Okay. That's where the term return on your investment. And what is the return on investment that your clients are getting out of you? They're getting a return on their health, their energy, their productivity, their confidence, their self-worth, their self-esteem, their ability to play with their kids, to go on vacations with their family, to do things that they love, right? That is the return on the investment they're making with you. So for us, the first order consequence is, wow, okay, that's a lot of money that we're going to be giving to someone. And most people stop there. Most people let that fear, that uncertainty, that anxiety stop them from thinking further. Another example of a first order consequence. And the reason you don't want to make a decision based on your first order consequence is this. Let's say, you know, you have to start exercising more, maybe eating a little bit healthier. And at this point in your in your life, right? The only times that you can go are around 5.30, 6.30 in the morning, right? And most people rather sleep in, uh, right? Because it's more comfortable. It feels better. Uh, so the first order consequence would be the idea that if I have to wake up early and go to the gym, I'm going to feel tired. I might feel some pain. I might not feel like getting up out of bed. I might feel like hitting the snooze button several more times. And because I didn't get enough sleep or didn't fall asleep as early as I would like to, 
I am actually, I actually have less energy, right? Because I just didn't get enough sleep. So what I'm going to do because of all those things I just mentioned, I'm actually just going to stay in and sleep instead of going to the gym and exercising and working out because it just feels better right now. Right. And this is where the idea that not all things that feel good are good and not all things that feel bad are bad. And that comes with exercise. It also comes with investing in yourself, right? Giving away or investing 50K does not feel good initially, but is it good in the long term? Absolutely. Going to the gym and exercising does not feel good initially, but is it good for you in the long term? Absolutely. So if you stop there, can you see how by making a decision based off the, the first order consequence, the first consequence of you making that decision? is not good because the first thing that you feel when you're about to make a decision, and it's one that's a little bit uncomfortable, it's uneasy, is going to be that resistance. You're going to feel that resistance, right? So if we stop there, guess what ends up happening? We lose. We lose. And we definitely do not get closer to our end goal, the outcome, the desire that we want. In this example, better health, longevity, ability to do things for longer, to not be in as injury prone as you get older. So many benefits, long-term benefits. And what we call these, we call these, yes, you guessed it, second order consequences. So go ahead and write this down, second order consequences. Now, what are second order consequences? This is what happens, okay, when we start to think long-term. Now, here's an example. Because you might be asking, well, Javi, can you give me an example of that? Absolutely. So going back to the business example where we invested $50,000 into our coach and really not into our coach, into ourselves. Okay. So we invested this money and first order consequence is dang, that's a lot of money going out of our bank account. Second order consequence is this. It's okay. Well, we're investing 50K. What does that mean for us? That means that over the next year, we develop a higher level skill set in marketing, paid advertising, copywriting, team building, leadership, and scaling. Okay, what else happens? Well, with those new skills and the implementation of those skills, can that allow us to hit the million dollar mark faster? Yes or no? If you get better at marketing, if you get better at lead generation, paid advertising, you learn how to use these different skill sets, these different areas effectively. You learn how to build a team better and you learn how to do that in a way that works, right? Where it doesn't stress you out, overwhelm you, and you're left freaking out, wondering if I'm doing the right thing at the right time, like, uh, or you have someone who's done it at a very high level, who's Then several times at a very high level, actually showing you the path, which one are you more likely to hit that goal with, with a person who's done it, the person who has a success, has a track record and has helped other people do it or on your own left wondering, I don't know if this, I think this is right, but I'm not hundred percent sure which path is going to get you there faster. Obviously the one with the coach. So the second order consequence is okay. Well, in the next year, can this help us to hit or surpass our goal? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It can. So the second order consequence is cool. We'll save time. We'll help a lot of people in the process because we'll get better at letting people know that we exist. We'll get in front of more people, right? They'll know they'll, they'll be able to see that we can help them. And because of that, more people will invest in our programs 
And they'll start also to have the ability to gain that clinical freedom, right? To leave their nine to five, go full-time in their own practice and grow it successfully. So that's the second order consequence. And of course we hit, you know, our own goals as well. That's the second order consequence. Now, which, which of, which one of those two, the first order or second order is a better way to think about the $50,000 investment. That's a lot of money leaving my account or, okay, we're going to help more people. We're going to build our brand. We're going to get more exposure. We're going to make a lot more money and we're going to have a lot more freedom, even more freedom, which, which way of thinking helps me make a better decision. You said, I'm, I'm assuming you said second order, correct? Exactly. Now, again, going back to the exercise, first order consequence of exercising, it sucks. It's painful. I'm tired. I don't want to do it. Second order consequence is if I exercise, I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to feel more productive. Uh, being more productive is going to allow me to increase my, my ability to get work done in my own business. And I'm going to feel good about it. So it's going to be better work. I'm going to talk to more people, which can, again, in, improve your abilities throughout the day. Now, what else can happen? Well, because you have more energy uh, with your significant other, right? You're, you're, you have more energy, you're more fun, you're more excited. Um, it transfers over, over to your kids, your family members, other people start to feel it. You start to have that secondary effect, right? What else can happen? Well, because I have more energy uh, after going to the gym and I feel better in my skin, I have more confidence. More confidence could lead to you uh, networking with the right people, meeting more people, uh, getting promotions at work, what have you. What else can happen if you go to the gym? Well, I uh, have less risk of any injuries, less risk, less risk of any diseases, uh, less risk of getting sick. I'm able to play with my kids for longer. I'm able to travel for longer because my knees aren't hurting and my back isn't hurting and all these things aren't hurting because I'm more fit, right? These are all the second order consequences. Now, which one of those two is better to make a decision off of? First order, the gym sucks, it hurts, I'm tired. Or second order, yes, it does, but I can actually get all these benefits. Second order, of course, can you see how thinking this way and thinking this through is going to allow you to make better decisions. Now, how do we do that? Well, in the moment, right? The night before the moment of you start to think through and even write these down. Okay. Well, this is how I'm feeling now. Why am I feeling this way? Does this make sense? And is this going to help me feel better in the short term or the long term? And which one is more important to me? On the other hand, second order consequence. Okay. Well, this is what can happen in the long term if I think this way and if I think this through. And then from there, you make a decision based on your priorities, your values, and what you ultimately want out of your life. And that's how you make better decisions. Because so many of us stop at first order. So many of us stop at the fear, the uncertainty, the discomfort. But everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of that. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of discomfort. That's where the growth comes in. And if you ultimately want more for your life, if you want more for your family, if you want to leave a legacy, you have to start thinking bigger picture. You have to start thinking more long-term and start thinking about the second order consequences of the decisions that you have to make today to move your life and your business forward. So that's how you improve your decision-making abilities. Makes sense, right? Well, with that said, what I'd love to hear back from you as you're finishing up this episode is I'd love to, for you to reach out to me. Okay. And make sure you subscribe, you share this episode with 
your friends, your family, your colleagues that you think this could help. But I also want you to reach out to me, whether it's through Instagram or Facebook, say, hey, Javi, just listen to your episode. This was my number one takeaway. And this is the decision that I'm going to be making moving forward in this area of my life. Thank you so much. Because if this episode helped you, I'd love to make more episodes just like this for you and for anyone else that you think this could help. So thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.